Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Imagine a beautiful afternoon. The sun is shining and you get to enjoy it all because you just sat down on your John Deere mower. The smooth ride lets you escape into your yard. Intuitive controls make you feel like you're one with the machine. And with attachments for every season, you can enjoy it all year long. We could keep trying to put you in the moment, but to really understand what it's like to drive a John Deere mower, you just have to get in the seat. Learn more at johndeere.com slash get in the seat or visit a dealer near you. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Money Girl podcast. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance expert and award-winning author who's been writing and hosting this show since 2008. My most recent book is titled Debt-Free Blueprint, How to Get Out of Debt and Build a Financial Life You Love. You can find it as a paperback, ebook, or audiobook anywhere books are sold, such as Amazon, iBooks, and Audible.com. If you're ready for more knowledge, resources, and motivation to manage money the best way possible and create a richer life, you are in the right place. Each show is uh, kind of a deep dive into a topic. It's like a mini training, and we cover a wide variety of topics. Uh, Sometimes it's about credit debt, investing, real estate, business, taxes, insurance, money management strategies, what's going on in the news, and lots, lots more. And I do love getting your questions and comments. And today's show is an answer to a voicemail from Amanda about 401k loans. And I've podcasted about this topic before, but when I was thinking about it, it's been a really long time, at least several years. And it's such an important topic, I thought we would revisit it today and answer Amanda's question. And even if you don't have a 401k right now or think that you would never take a loan from one that you do have, be sure to stay with me. You might have a 401k down the road or your financial situation could change and you might consider tapping your 401k. Understanding the account rules and how borrowing from a workplace plan can really affect your retirement. So understanding that is very important. And, you know, you might be surprised. I'm not just going to tell you don't take a loan. Um, Certainly, I encourage people to keep their retirement funds growing so that it's there for you down the road. But I'm going to give you both the good and the bad sides of tapping your retirement account with a loan. Okay, here's the call from Amanda. Hi, this is Amanda from Ohio. I'm a longtime listener. And I wanted to know if you could do a show on taking a loan from your employer-sponsored 401k plan and any um, kind of pitfalls people should look out for and whether or not that is a good idea if you need access to some funds quickly. Um, Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you so much, Amanda. As the balance in your retirement account at work grows, it can be awfully tempting to tap it. But first, it's super critical to understand what your 401k offers and 
the IRS rules for borrowing from one. So in this show, you're going to learn 10 pros and cons of taking a loan from your 401k, or maybe you've got a 403b at work. We're going to cover everything you need to know to understand how these loans work, potential problems to avoid, and tips for making very wise financial decisions. You'll find the notes for this show. And you know, when I say notes, a lot of people think it's just some abbreviated talking points. It's not. It's a full blog post that is written on every single show. You'll find all of those and the full archive of over 600 podcasts that I've done in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com. This is episode number 603, called 10 Pros and Cons of 401k Loans You Should Know. Okay, let's start out with a quick 401k primer, just in case you're not familiar with these accounts. A 401k retirement plan is one of the most powerful savings vehicles on the planet. Many small and large companies are offering them, so you're probably very familiar with them, or at least you've heard of them. There's also an account called a 403b, which is very similar in many ways, but it's available when you work for certain nonprofit organizations, such as churches and schools. If you're fortunate enough to work for a company or an organization that offers a retirement plan, it's an incredibly valuable benefit that you should take advantage of. But many people ignore their 401k or their 403b. They may not participate because they just don't understand how it works or mistakenly believe that you've got to be an investing expert to use it. And I've mentioned before to you all that when I first started working, when I was in my early 20s, I did not participate in the 401k at work because I was one of those people that didn't understand it. There was very little education about it in the workplace. You know, nobody really told us what the rules were. So it took me several years of working before I finally got information about about it and began participating in a 401k. So I don't want you to make that same mistake. I want you to participate in these plans the minute, the second that you are eligible for them because they're just so powerful and valuable. So what happens is you elect to have your company deposit a percentage or a flat dollar amount from each of your paycheck into your traditional 401k or 403b before taxes are taken out. And that's a really nice benefit because you don't pay tax on contributions or the earnings in your account until you take distributions in retirement. However, there's another option that you've probably heard of called a Roth, and this is a Roth 401k or a Roth 403b. With a Roth, you do pay tax on your contributions up front, but you typically don't pay any tax on future withdrawals of contributions or your investment earnings. And this taxation is similar to a Roth IRA. However, a Roth at work has a significant advantage because there's no income limit to participate. With a Roth IRA, if you have high income, you become disqualified from contributing to it. But that's not the case with a Roth 401k or a Roth 403b. No matter how much you make at work, you can participate in a Roth. And if you want to learn a little bit more about the differences between a Roth IRA and a Roth 401k, you might go back and listen to podcast number 530. It's called Seven Simple Reasons to Invest in a Roth IRA or Roth 401k. 
For 2019, you can contribute up to $19,000 or up to $25,000 if you're age 50 or older to either a 401k or a 403b. Additionally, many employers encourage you to save by, quote, matching contributions and depositing additional funds into your accounts. And you get to choose how to allocate your contributions and any matching to a variety of investment options that are like on a menu of choices that you have. There's typically a variety of stock funds, bond funds, and money market funds to choose from. Now, let's get into the details of how a retirement plan loan works. A 401k loan, and when I, I'm going to talk about 401ks here, but really it's a 401k and 403b. It's going to be very similar rules for both of those plans. It's not actually a loan because there isn't a lender. Having a loan from your retirement account just means that you've got the ability to tap a portion of your retirement account balance on a tax-free basis and then repay that amount to yourself with interest. So even the term interest can be a bit confusing because you're not earning money from a 401k loan. You're just paying yourself interest from your own funds. So you're transferring money kind of like from one pocket to another. The purpose of paying interest to yourself when you take a retirement account loan is to make up for lost growth in the account while your, quote, loaned funds are not invested in the markets. While you're using them, they're not growing, right? So paying yourself back with interest, make sure that at least some amount of that is back in your account. The first hurdle to getting a loan from your 401k is that it must be allowed by your retirement plan. Not every plan is going to allow you to take a loan. So you've got to ask your benefits administrator or maybe check the rules by reviewing the document that comes with your 401k. It's called a Summary Plan Description or SPD. And you should receive this once a year. You probably receive it and just, you know, throw it away or file it away. That's got all the details on what your plan allows you to do. And I have found that due to the paperwork and time that's required to administer retirement loans, sometimes small companies may not offer them. That was the case when I was a benefits administrator and a a chief operating officer for a small company many years ago. We opted not to include loans because there is just a lot of paperwork involved. And, you know, my time was limited and I didn't know how many employees would want to take advantage of that. So we did not offer loans. So check with your administrator and find out what's available. If retirement loans are allowed, there is a limit to the amount that you can get. You can only borrow half of your vested balance up to $50,000. For example, if you've got an account balance of $60,000, the maximum you can borrow is $30,000. If your balance is $200,000, then the most you can loan yourself is not $100,000, but it's $50,000. So that $50,000 cap is going to apply even if you've got multiple loans. You can take out um, you know, multiple loans over different time periods as long as the total borrowed does not exceed $50,000. 
Retirement account loans come with a set interest rate and term that's spelled out in the plan document, and the repayment period is typically five years. But you may have a longer repayment period if you use borrowed funds to buy a home. Again, you got to check with the plan to figure out and find out what's in there. You also have to make payments in equal amounts. That include both the principal and interest, and those payments are going to get deducted from your paycheck. So if you repay a loan over five years, it's going to set you up with payments based on that five-year schedule. And if you repay a 401k loan on time, you don't pay any income tax or a penalty. That's really good news. However, one of the biggest problems with taking a loan from your workplace retirement account is that the outstanding balance would be considered an early withdrawal if you do not repay it on time or if you miss payments. If you're younger than age 59 and a half, you will be subject to income tax plus an additional 10% penalty on the entire unpaid loan amount. So you really want to think carefully about, you know, your stability in your job. If you were to leave your job or were to get fired and you had a loan, any outstanding loan balance would be treated as an early withdrawal unless you repay it by the due date of your federal tax return. So let's say it's the end of the year and you get laid off by your company and you've got a 401k loan outstanding of $50,000 that you just took out. That entire amount would be due and payable no later than your tax filing due date. So, you know, that could be quite a hardship if you had spent the money on something else and you were not able to repay it. So uh, if you cannot pay that entire outstanding balance, you're going to have to pay income tax on it and the 10% penalty on any amounts that were not previously taxed if you are younger than age 59 and a half. So that's the major downside. And if your 401k or your 403b does not allow loans, or let's say you need more than the allowable loan amount of 50000 you may be eligible to take a hardship withdrawal if permitted by your plan. However, hardship withdrawals do not have as much flexibility as loans. These are specific circumstances outlined and approved by the IRS, and they include things like paying for college, buying a home, avoiding foreclosure on your primary residence, or even having some unpaid medical or funeral expenses. So there are very limited hardships when it comes to tapping your 401k or 403b. And the downside with taking a hardship withdrawal is that it does come with income taxes and a 10% early withdrawal penalty if you're younger than age 59 and a half. So the IRS is saying, okay, you can tap this money if you have a real hardship, but you're still gonna pay taxes, you're still gonna pay a penalty. And if you don't have one of those hardships, you are not allowed to tap your 401k or your 403b unless you have some major problem that uh, arises like a disability or death. Plus, you can't make contributions to your retirement account for six months after taking a hardship withdrawal. That restriction is meant to discourage you from tapping your retirement account in the first place. Now, that is not the case typically with a loan. If you do take a 401k loan, in most cases, you are allowed to continue making new contributions to the account. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. 
If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin-D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin-D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin-D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin-D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Now that you understand how a 401k loan works, let's review each of the 10 pros and cons for taking one. We're going to cover the pros first. Number one, you receive funds quickly. Amanda mentioned needing quick access to your money, and this is undoubtedly a benefit of taking a 401k loan. You won't need to file an application or submit years of income tax returns. You'll need to complete a loan document with the institution that administers your 401k, and all that does is verify the amount you want to withdraw, the account to deposit your funds, the interest rate, and the repayment terms. Your funds are usually available within about a week, so when you need Need access to money quickly and also know that you can pay it back on time, taking a 401k loan can be a good option. All right, number two, you get a relatively low interest rate. As I mentioned, the interest rate you pay goes back into your own retirement account, so it works to your advantage in the long run. Also, the interest rate you pay could be much less than for other types of debt, such as a credit card balance. Number three, you don't have a credit check. Since there isn't a real lender involved with taking a loan from your 401k, your credit is not a factor. If your retirement account allows loans, you can get one no matter what's going on with your finances. Number four, you can spend it as you like. When you take a 401k loan, how you spend the money is entirely up to you. However, as I previously mentioned, using a loan to purchase a home may qualify you for a longer repayment term, so be sure to let your benefits administrator know if you use any portion of a retirement loan to buy, build, or remodel a home. Number five, you have a short repayment term. 
Unless you spend a 401k loan to buy a home, you typically have five years to pay it back. Repaying a loan within a relatively short period can make sure that you keep your financial life on track with less debt and more money growing for retirement. Depending on what happens in the markets, repaying a 401k loan with interest could leave you with more in the account than if you didn't take a loan. Assuming you pay back on schedule, it won't be a taxable event and may have a positive impact on your finances. All right, now let's talk about the cons. Number six, you can't borrow more than the legal limit. As I mentioned, If your retirement plan does allow loans, the IRS sets the maximum at $50,000 or 50% of your vested account balance, whichever is less. And there may be a minimum loan amount, such as $1,000. Your vested balance is the amount of money in the plan that you own. Now, you're always 100% vested in the retirement contributions that you make. However, you may not own some or all of the contributions that your employer has made, such as matching contributions or profit sharing, depending on how long you've been with the company. So check your plan document or ask your benefits administrator for details if you're not sure what your vested balance is. And if you need to borrow more than the legal limit, you're going to have to look for other lending options. Number seven, your payments must be deducted from your paycheck. You cannot make a lump sum repayment for a 401k loan. I mean, this is unless you leave the company or are fired. Your payments are always set up through automatic deductions from your paychecks. Most plans allow for monthly or even quarterly payments. So be sure you know what your loan payment amount will be and that you can afford it. Missing a payment means that your entire Outstanding balance could be considered an early withdrawal subject to taxes and that hefty penalty if you're younger than age 59 and a half. Number eight, you must pay non-deductible interest. As I've covered, money that you borrow from your 401k or 403b is penalty-free if you follow all the rules, but it's not interest-free. The interest you pay gets added to your account balance and the rate is specified in your plan document. The loan plus interest must generally be repaid within five years. Also note that the interest you pay on a retirement plan loan is not tax deductible. So if you plan to use the money to buy a home or to pay for education, you would probably be better off getting a mortgage or a student loan. Why? Well, those products allow you to deduct all or a portion of your interest from your taxable income. So they come with tax breaks. Taking a loan from your 401k does not come with a tax break. Number nine, you miss out on potential market gains. The purpose of having a retirement account in the first place is to allow your money to grow for the future. Funds that you withdraw for a loan are going to miss out on that potential growth. And even if you repay the loan on time, you could likely come up short compared to having left the money alone. Since you don't know what will happen in the markets, you can't know for sure how much growth that you would miss, but it's possible that you could end up with less. Number 10 you can have an expensive late payment. If you take a 401k loan and something unforeseen happens, such as having a financial hardship or losing your job, you could end up in a tight spot. Separating from your employer for any reason means that your entire loan balance is due by the tax filing deadline. 
Otherwise, it's considered an early withdrawal if you're younger than age 59 and a half. So be sure that all is well with your job before you decide to take a retirement account loan. So is it a good idea? Well, whether you should take a loan from your 401k depends on your circumstances and how you plan to use the money. Let's say your job is secure and you're younger than age 59 and a half. If you were to take a loan from your 401k at 5% interest. That would be a better option than taking a hardship withdrawal and paying income tax plus a 10% penalty. Another consideration is that workplace retirement plans have protection from a federal law called the Employee Retirement Income Security Act of 1974. It gets shortened to ERISA, E-R-I-S-A. This law sets minimum standards for employers and plan administrators. One of the key safeguards it gives you is protection from creditors. For instance, let's say you've got money in an ERISA-qualified account, such as a 401k, and you lose your job and you can't pay your car loan. If the lender gets a judgment against you, they can attempt to get repayment from you in a variety of ways, but not by getting into your 401k. There are exceptions when a qualified ERISA plan is at risk, such as when you owe the IRS for federal tax debts, you owe criminal penalties, or let's say you owe an ex-spouse under a, a qualified domestic relations order. But in general, having money in a retirement plan at work gives you some pretty unique protections in the event that you have a financial catastrophe. So for all these reasons, I recommend not taking money out of your retirement plan if you can help it. Consider other options, such as getting a mortgage, a home equity loan, a student loan, or even using money in your IRA before borrowing from your 401k or your 403b. If your retirement plan offers a free consultation with an advisor, take advantage of that opportunity to get some customized advice and ask questions about your options. That will help you think really carefully about the pros and cons of a 401k loan before draining your retirement account. And by the way, if you want more information about the pros and cons of different types of popular retirement accounts and the best places to get them, I created a very handy guide for you. It's called the Retirement Account Comparison Chart. It's a one-page free resource, and you can get it and download it right now by simply texting the word RETIRE, R-E-T-I-R-E, to the number 33444. That will give you a lot of information about the differences between IRAs and 401ks and traditional and Roth. Thanks again to Amanda for your voice message. I hope this show will give you some direction on whether you should take a 401k loan or not. If you have a money question or an idea for a future show topic, I would love to hear it. All you have to do is do what Amanda did and call 302-364-0308 to leave your message. Or if you don't want to leave a message, you can visit my contact page at lauradadams.com to send me an email. And while you're on my website, you can also sign up to get updates from me, or you can text Get Updates to that same number, 33444. Get Updates is one word. That will sign you up for a short email that's filled with tips, tools, and resources that I think you might enjoy. And if you're not into email, another great way to stay in touch is to follow me on Instagram at Laura D. Adams, or consider joining my private Facebook group called Dominate Your Dollars. Just search on 
Facebook or text the word dollars, D-O-L-L-A-R-S, to that same number, 33444, to get your invitation to join the group. Money Girl is produced by the audio wizard Steve Rickyberg with editorial support from Karen Hertzberg. If you've been enjoying the podcast, everyone at QDT would love for you to just take a second and rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. That's a super easy, free way to give back to the show, to show us your support, and it also helps new listeners find us. And as I mentioned, you might also like the backlist episodes and show notes available at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.